The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Remember that old ball coach, the Bears are who we thought they were? If you want to crown their ass, crown their ass. Well, old Red Rodge is who we thought he was. Didn't get the ruling he wanted, so he sharpened that old sickle up, took that hammer, and just smashed down the ruling. Now we change the terms to get a more favorable ruling. So you are who we thought you were, Rodge, or I mean dictator. So let's hear some true Browns Patriots. It's the dog podcast time. Justin, Josh, Blake, take it away. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Dogs. If you want to get your intro on the show, head to thedogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail on the drop down menu. If you submitted a voicemail, we didn't play it. We're going to get to it. We had a couple. We can only play one a week. So don't get discouraged if you listen and you didn't hear yours. It's coming up. Uh, Today, we're going to get into the Cream Hunt trade request, some training camp news. Plus, it's freaking game week. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Uh, But before we get into everything, I got to remind you to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Make sure to tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. If you prefer to just listen to the show, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Lastly, if you're looking for more dogs content, head to jointhedogs.com. Become an official dog pack member on our Patreon page. I know that I said last week was the cutoff for fantasy football. We need four more people to get four 12-team leagues. So I'm going to leave it open for one more week, but I'm also going to cut it off once we get that four. So if you want to play with us, don't waste any time because you don't want to. You don't want to be the fifth person who joins, and you don't get into one of the leagues. I got to cut it off at some point um, because I can't let us get to thirty-seven because I can't find eleven more people out of nowhere. So we're going to try to get to thirty-six people. I need four more people. If you want to play, join the dogs.com, Jump in there. Jump in the thread. Put your name and email in so you can play with us. You get an extra episode every week. You're going to be playing fantasy football pe- with people from literally all over the world. So that's super cool. You get access to us 24 7 uh it's browns dogs content more than you could ever want trust me so my wife doesn't even want to be around me that much yeah mine either <laughs> so if that if that's what tickles your fancy join the dogs.com become an official dog pack member on the patreon page so the biggest news of the week at least you know before grant went down today was cream hunt went from being happy to be in cleveland to holding in to demanding a trade, to he's back to playing in team drills, all in about two days. Yeah. So I, I don't exactly know what went down, but what, were you guys one? Were you were you kind of surprised by the trade request? And like, what what do you guys think about it? This late in the game, I was a little shocked. I, I just I guess I wasn't expecting that. Once camp started, you kind of see these guys get out there, and you know you're kind of more focused on practicing, getting ready for the season, and how are things going to look. This is more of like an off season headline that I would have expected, not so much a week two of training camp. That's exactly what I thought. I, I'm i kind of surprised the whole uh, extension request and stuff didn't happen a lot earlier. Yeah, That's right. something you would expect to happen a couple months ago, but I'm not surprised that he requested a trade given that we didn't extend him, though. 
I'm a little bit surprised. I don't know because I just have never heard anything. I never heard any. All I've ever heard from Kareem Hunt is about how much he loves being in Cleveland, how much he loves playing with Nick Chubb. I just it kind of caught me off guard. I understand his reasonings behind it, but it just kind of came out of left field for me. Like I wasn't expecting it at all. I mean, maybe there's a little bit more to it. I mean, I was talking to Josh before you got here, and I, you know, and John, and. I think we all kind of were surprised when they took a running back in the draft. And um, I'm not saying that Ford is going to be his replacement, but it feels that way. He's going to be somebody's replacement long-term. I mean, if he lives up to the hype. So for me, I'm like, you know, we can't keep paying big-time money to all these players. Eventually, I mean, that's a luxury that you only get in, like, somebody said Madden. I kind of laughed about it, but same thing. And I mean... He he's he said, you know, Cleveland did me a favor giving me an opportunity, but it's not like he didn't do his due here. Like he he absolutely upheld everything for Cleveland. He outperformed all of his contracts and you know, he made a mistake. He's played well. He deserves the opportunity to be a number one on a team. He thinks he's a number one on a team. I think he's a number one on a team. He could go somewhere and play or compliment another team and earn a really, really good contract. And he's a running back. They don't the shelf life isn't that long. So obviously, you know, if he can go and get a big contract somewhere, you know, I'm excited for him. It would suck. It would suck. But it's not like he didn't earn it for us. I, I did see, I think it was Jeremy Fowler put, like, the Browns probably aren't going to trade him. But if they did decide to shop him, like, there was, there would be real interest in okay. him as far as, I guess, some GMs, sit, like a lot of GMs around the league have told him they think he's a top 10 back. Yeah. Well, now, we the, think so too. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Now, the only problem is – even if people consider him a top 10 back, I just don't think we would get that much for him. It's a, it, He's a top 10 back, but he's still a back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know That's, what I mean? What, maybe we get a third? That I thought that was I like think a, a third would be, we'd be lucky to get. Yeah, yeah that'd be I high. think that's the yeah. max. Like, I think a fourth, a fifth, um, which, I mean, that's seeing what we've done with a fourth and a fifth the last mm-hmm. couple of years. Hey, you know, that's a quality player. Uh, I was going to say, the, the best thing he can do, I think, if he wants to get that big money – is to just play for the Browns this yeah. year and like and dominate because last yeah. year was injury. Yeah. So if he comes out this year and he puts on a clinic and he looks like Kareem Hunt, maybe one we get more, and then two like well we won't get anything after because he's a free agent, but he'll get more money. You know what I mean? Um, just like you said, running backs. I mean, even being a top ten back, there's not that many highly paid running backs anymore. So. Yeah. It's one of those things, though, and we've. T- I know we talked about this earlier in the offseason, but you know, if Deshaun Watson misses the whole year, now do the Browns say, okay, let's just go ahead and trade him now because – go ahead. Or Mike. even to piggyback off of that, maybe depending on what happens, I think – so with the whole Jimmy Garoppolo thing, let's say, okay, yeah. you know, that a Kareem Hunt trade could be some of the pieces that you need to bring a Jimmy G to Cleveland if – Deshaun's going to be out, you know, for a year. If you think that the roster is ready, and I I really think that we're kind of just stuck in like a holding pattern, like with the whole thing, with the whole Watson news, everything with or lack of news, it's kind of no one really knows what's going on now. I think a lot of people believe that he's going to be suspended for the year, but until that happens, you know, if you're Cleveland, you can't trade away a key piece of your offense whether he's the backup running back or not, he we've seen him in the system. He's a big focal point in the offense. I'll say this. A lot of people are screaming, like, look what we did. Now you do this. Now you can't pay cream. 
Tell me a team in the league that pays two running back starter money. No, nope, do- doesn't happen. Most of the teams don't even pay their starting running back starter money. So it's just, it sucks, but that's part of the business. We knew Kareem Hunt's time was most likely coming to an end. I thought we had this year. I still think we have this year. Yeah. I mean, he he can't. The only thing he could do is sit out, and that wouldn't be a good thing to do after you just were injured all last season. Right. Um. So I think he's going to play this year, but I just think this is definitely going to be his last year. No, and I think we, as Browns fans, got spoiled having Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt together on this team in the backfield. I mean, it's been awesome, but it's one of those things that just does not happen. No, this does yeah. not happen very often. The yep. running back room, my fault, brother. No, go ahead. The running back room is too crowded. Somebody, we have, we kind of are still surprised that that whole room is still collectively together. Uh, we figured somebody was going to have to go. We we talked about it months ago. Do you think it's Johnson? Do you think it's Hunt? Do we make a move and just cut Felton? You know, like, obviously that's not happening now. But, uh, you know, like, it's a crowded, crowded room, and there's a lot of talent. And when we signed Johnson, I felt like the writing kind of was on the wall that, well, we're probably not going to extend Kareem Hunt then. Even if, if it was for a one-year deal, you know, I I just – and then they drafted a right Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, we, we signed Johnson and then drafted uh, Jerome Ford, right. so – yeah, I, Hunt's definitely done. I, if I had to guess, there's a chance this is Hunt and Dearness Johnson's last year on the Browns. Fair. If I had to, if I had to guess, and we would go in with Chubb, uh, Ford, and then Felton, and then maybe some other free agent or another draft pick next year. You never know how they want to bolster that room. John Kelly's still in the practice squad. John Kelly. Yep. So um, it sucks. I hope we don't lose him. How do if we do end up losing him? How do you get? How do you think it impacts the team? I think it's minimal. I mean, he's you really he's think awesome. you think it's minimal? Kind of. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's Expl- not explain. I'm I'm curious. It's not entirely minimal, but I mean, I think what you're going to get is more carries for Chubb and more production from Chubb, like more of a like a Derrick Henry, not quite Derrick Henry as far as workload goes, but more of that. Where like I mean, Chubb can it might shorten his career, and that's what we don't want to see. But I just have no doubt that Chubb can take over I don't I, I'm with you on that but I just don't know if I see the the way this team operates letting Chubb take it over I, I think if, it seems like it's kind of would you guys say 50 50 between Chubb and Hunt right now mm-hmm. yeah and when we've seen, 55 we've 45 seen Hunt be out and we thought Chubb was gonna get all the carries right. and they, they don't do that so I think maybe at the most it goes more like a 60 40 but I think you're gonna see a lot of and that 40 might be split 20 20 between Johnson and Ford I don't know but I don't think you're gonna see Nick Chubb anywhere close to a 75 80 percent you know St- well, he's still going to be splitting carries with somebody. Yeah. Um, no, the reason I say minimal is if you think we're favorites to win the Super Bowl, Deshaun's playing the whole season, something like that, we lose Hunt, we don't all you know all of a sudden not become favorites. That's true. Just because we lost Hunt, well, you know. And still count- have yeah. Chubb. And to counter your argument, I would say if Watson is suspended for the season or eight games or ten games, we're not going to be airing the ball out with Jacoby Brissett, so – Let's have as many nice fresh backs that we can use just because that our our offense is built around that offensive line. You saw where they spent their money at guard. And so I think that you truly – it's the next man up. That's the way I see it. Now, I don't think Kareem Hunt will sit the season out if he doesn't get an extension. I think you kind of see that already that he came right back in. I don't know. think it would benefit him to sit out at Absolutely all. not, no. But – um. Yeah, I, I think that whoever that guy is that steps in, whether it's Johnson or, you know, I think he's, Ford has the opportunity to be, like, really, really special and even have shine, you know, even this year in a loaded backfield. So, 
whoever it is, you just want him to be good enough for Chubb to have fresh legs in the fourth quarter. Correct. Absolutely. Because he averages 10 yards a carry in the fourth quarter. It's insane. Uh, I think if it, to lose Hunt, where I think you'd see the biggest impact is the red zone. I mean, Kareem Hunt, had a, he scores a lot of touchdowns. He's one. He's a great power back at the in the uh, you know five yard line and in, but also in the slot. He had a lot of receiving touchdowns uh, in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's where you'd see the biggest impact is in the red zone. Why do you think all of a sudden he started doing team drills? So I had I had two theories here. Okay, I had my theory was they called him in and they said, "Hey man, tough. You can either go play or you can. And if you don't play, you're gonna get fined." Correct. Or they said, "Hey." I guess and it depends on what is Cream Hunt looking for big money or is he looking for job security? I would, you know, what I mean, because if he if he loves Cleveland and he loves playing with Chubb, maybe he's not looking for crazy high money. Maybe he's like, I just want years. Well, if that's the case, then maybe we can do something. And maybe they said, Hey, man, if you're just look, if you're being realistic, you because you know the business side of this, just go practice and we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. I think it's more likely the other one, but I'm just curious. How you guys think that went? Because, I mean, he missed team days for, what, a day or two? Yeah. And all of a sudden was back in? Like, what changed? Bef- before they even, like, <laughs> the the news broke, really, that he was, you know, demanded a trade, there was already tweets on top of that saying, well, hey, Hunt's back out there right now with the with the ones practicing. But um, I don't know. I, I agree with you. I, I don't know whether he wants money, whether he wants playing time, um, obviously he loves playing with Nick Chubb and maybe there was a conversation with, between him and Nick Chubb. You know, I know what Nick Chubb said on NFL network, you know, get it done regardless of, you know, whatever it takes. That's because good teammate. Talk. Correct. Correct. But you know, maybe that those two had a conversation or maybe he sat down and talked to the coach, you know, and like you said, but obviously whatever was said was convincing enough that he was like, Hey, let me put my nose down. We can do this. And he's never been like a, he's never been like a team distraction kind of guy. No. You know what I mean? And that's why I'm just curious. He's got to know that we can't give him big money. So now if he wants big money from somewhere else, I get it because he's a, he's a top back, but does, or does he just want to be in Cleveland? Running backs don't like playing on the final year of their deal because it's, you know, one, one bad hit to the knee and all of a sudden, and the team can run into the ground too. Yeah, you know they don't like he doesn't. Like, they don't like playing on the final year. So what if he's just looking? Hey, just give me two more year extension or three more year extension. I'm not looking for crazy money. Maybe you know then maybe we can work something out. I have a feeling it was more the other way, and it was just like either go play or get fined. You think of more the money route because <laughs> the way I would see it, and again, don't know anything specific, but I was just looked up to see how old he is. He just turned 27 three days ago. So happy belated birthday, Cream Hunt. Yes. Yeah. Um, so he's got three good years left. But so with the you know with the mistake he made early in his career, I mean he was on a trajectory after that rookie season to be like a super high paid running back in the yeah. league because he was going to be a top three back. Yeah. You know, and he missed out on that big payday going into his second contract. So now is kind of the time to recoup some of that money for his career because he doesn't have much of it left. Right. It's the last chance to get paid. So. My guess would be he wants paid because it's his last chance. And he, but, if yeah. he is a top 10 back, it makes sense that he would want to go to the team that's going to pay him the most. I saw the Saints were interested in him. Him and Kamara with Jarvis and Olave. And I guess Michael Thomas has been very nice. Looking and real good. Uh, the Saints might be, if Jameis Winston plays like he did the first half of the year in Olave. Is good. 
Yep. They might be pretty freaking it's good. It's going to be a high-powered offense. That's sure. a side note, but I think Jameis Winston does get a bad rap for some reason. But like we said, the last time he played a full season, like a legitimate season, he was over 5,000 yards. He had 14 touchdowns only three picks last year through seven games or something. Yeah, yep. what, five and two? Yeah. They were doing well. So, um, it'll be interesting. Browns fans, we just want to take a quick break in the action to remind you about DraftKings. DraftKings changed the fantasy game forever in 2012. Now, 10 years later, they're doing it again with Rainmakers Football, their first ever NFT fantasy game, a new way to enjoy daily fantasy football, a new shot to win millions in prizes, and the only NFT fantasy game licensed by the NFLPA. Playing Rainmakers Football is simple. Buy, sell, bid, and win player cards of the biggest names in the game through regular drops and auctions. Build your collection of football stars and enter free Rainmaker football contests all season long to compete for millions in jaw-dropping prizes. Each week, craft your lineups of athletes from your NFT collection and rack up points for touchdowns, receptions, and more, just like you would in daily fantasy football. The next generation of fantasy sports is almost here. Download the DraftKings Daily Fantasy app now. Sign up with promo code TPPN. Click the Rainmakers title and opt in so you can be ready for the next drop. Play free for millions in prizes all football season and build the ultimate NFT fantasy franchise with Rainmakers football. That's promo code TPPN only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Before we go into our next topic, though, John, why don't you read this? This is a little off topic. Read your notification. Oh, does uh, this just happen? This literally just right. happened. Yeah, it's good news. Breaking news. Dun, dun, dun. Breaking news. <laughs> Roger Goodell says evidence demands at least one year ban for Deshaun Watson. Does not know timeline of appeal ruling. What? What evidence? Can we see the evidence, please? Yeah, because that's funny. The judge said there wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> so you know more than the federal judge. Right, and like you said, they're not presenting new evidence, so it's the same stuff. Correct. I have seen evidence of an NFL policy that says three games. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Yep. I, I just don't understand. I just want to touch on that real quick. I mean, I know we've harped on this, but w- what is he talking about? They are hell-bent that he will miss a year. That is just at his, least. So when his puppet boy comes out, this guy who's less qualified than the original individual – makes his ruling you know he's just setting it up but the the judge literally just we all read the report yeah you told us she was qualified apparently she wasn't and i've had so many people tell me that in the judge's report that she released like well she cited all this evidence against him i said she she really didn't cite evidence against him it was it was more probable than not a lot of these situations so it was a lot of it was still speculation correct and she said she ruled six games. If she would have thought right. it should have been a year, she would have said a year. Right. And like you said, John, the precedent was three games for anything close to what Deshaun's been accused of. So she went double that already. Yeah. So we've talked about like the whole situation with Calvin Ridley just putting a huge, like, uh, dark spot on the league, I guess. Yeah. How does having a policy blatantly ignoring it and making up your own punishment for something because of, Media outcry. How does that not make the league look terrible? I don't know, but it's not. It is not a good look because, it's, look, I'm not defending everything Deshaun Watson did. Nope. I'm just Allegedly. saying, alleged. Right. right. Sue Robinson thought there was something, but there is a policy, and you have to uphold the policy. No, no you don't. Apparently, <laughs> well, you have to uphold it to to make your league look good. I mean, this is 
I mean, it's just not a good look. See, what, what I keep harping, and, and again, it's not, like you said, not supporting anything that he allegedly did or anything. It's the fact that they're trying to punish him way beyond anything that's ever been punished before for this type of thing. The, the punishment is not fitting the alleged crime. Yeah, like I said, I mean, people screaming about Calvin Ridley getting a year for betting $1,500. Dante Stallworth got a year for killing somebody. I can, I can, go the, I can say the same thing the other way. Yeah, right. So right. it's, you know, that's the problem. That is the problem. That's why there's supposed to be this policy. That's why this new, yeah, this and this new process got brought into place this year to try to avoid this type of BS that's happening. And Goodell just rolls right into it again. Yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy. So I didn't want to, we just did a whole episode on that, but that just came through. So I figured it's going to be a topic of discussion, so we should probably touch on it. But, I mean, give me a break. <laughs> This is this is just not going to end anytime soon. No, no. Do you see the article too, where all the uh, everybody's talking about how like it's how disgraceful it is the Watson contract? Have you guys seen anything? Oh yeah, I've that? read I've read quite a few about that about how uh-huh. they basically cushioned his contract year one so that he didn't lose any money. I just want to touch on this real quick because yeah, I've read this it. multiple multiple times. So all these all these people are calling out the Browns and saying you know that they basically made it so that he couldn't be punished, you know, financially. There are six other Cleveland Browns that their contracts are set up the exact same way, and they're not hiding anything. Some of these guys, Miles Garrett, $1 million in his first year. And I'm talking about new contract. I'm not talking about rookie contracts, anything like that. Nick Chubb, $1.2 million. Amari Cooper, $1.1 million. Wyatt Teller, $1.5 million. This is something that Andrew Barry does strategically so that he can – have the most cap space in the league and go out and obviously we're not spending any of it right now, but whether it's going to be next year or the year after, cause that money rolls over. So I'm kind of tired of like reading that, that we've, we set it up so that Deshaun Watson doesn't have to financially be punished for anything. Well, especially it's, cause they can find him. Yeah. If they wanted to find him $15 million, go find him $15 million. <laughs> right. I mean, he made his money from sitting out last year. He still got paid you know, by the Texans. If you want to find him for last year's contract or whatever, go ahead. He's got money. Find him. Just find him. It has nothing to do with they're trying to financially secure him for this year because this is, they think it's, it comes down to suspensions. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with that. I, I don't I don't want to, like, get political, but this is just the way the country is these days. You don't actually have to, like, you don't have to know for sure. You can just put it out there then let it sort itself out later. Yeah, that's, somebody, that's and, the media. And, and somebody, that's what they're doing. Yes, yeah. and somebody put that out there, and then it caught – and now you got people who will just – they don't even, like, read articles. They just read headlines. Yep. And then they just base their entire opinion off that, and then you just have a country full of stupid people. So yep. <laughs> I, it, it's unbelievable. And no matter how many times you say that's not what happened, yes, it is. No, it's not. It's been widely reported that it's not. I've gotten an argument with somebody on Twitter because they're like, nobody else is uh, was is making forty five million as a signing bonus. Nobody else made two thirty. It's all based on it's relative to the contract, yeah, right? Percentage wise, it's the same across the board. And Andrew Barry's not the only GM who does this. Good GMs do this. I just saw somebody on Twitter. Somebody on like the Broncos or somebody got a contract, and then I think they're almost their whole first year of signing bonus. And it was only like getting, and somebody tweeted and said, they must be expecting some kind of suspension. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So it was Miles Garrett and oh, Nick Chubb. Yeah, right. Wyatt Teller. Well, and, you remember, I mean, this is, we've talked about this so many times. This is just how it is with these contracts, especially in the quarterback market. I mean, a couple of years ago, Patrick Mahomes got a ridiculously never 
heard of before, almost like a baseball contract, right? Yeah. Yep. And then it was what after that it was like Aaron Rodgers was like the Crazy highest amount. paid quarterback, and then it was you know, Josh Allen got paid huge money, and and as everything, just, yeah, yeah, has everything to do with the expectation that the salary cap is going to go up. It has. It's just smart. It's just smart managing of the books, but it's whatever you guys it, and the media just we've talked about. It, they just they hate Cleveland. <laughs> that that they is hate fair. Cleveland. Yeah. So, well, like I said, we don't want to harp. I could talk about that until you know forever, but we'll we'll move on. Hey, Browns fans, you've heard us talking about Omaha steaks for a while now, and they are seriously the best steaks that we have ever had. Summer is here, and no backyard grill out is complete without Omaha steaks. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter dogs, D-A-W-G-S, into the search bar. You're going to get a special price on the All-American Assortment. And as a tasty bonus, you've been hearing us talk about the eight free, ultra-juicy Omaha steak burgers that you get when you place your order. Well, now they're changing the deal, and you now get 12 of those babies. So you get 12 free Omaha steak burgers with your order when you go to omahasteaks.com, enter dogs into the search bar. Order the All-American Assortment. You get 16 mouth-watering entrees, four famously fork-tender, double-trimmed, butchers-cut filet mignons, four pork chops, four boneless chicken breasts. Is anybody else here getting hungry? Plus, so much more. There's a reason why Omaha Steaks has been the leader of gourmet steaks since 1917. No one, and I mean no one, comes close to matching the flavor, tenderness, and the value of Omaha Steaks. So go now, order the All-American Assortment, Fill your freezer with enough gourmet food to keep your cookouts going strong all summer long. And don't forget, for a limited time, our listeners get 12 free Omaha Steak Burgers when they order the All-American Assortment. So hurry up, visit omahasteaks.com, type in keyword dogs, D-A-W-G-S, into the search bar. That's omahasteaks.com, keyword dogs. Training camp news today. The wide receiver room for the Browns just continues to take a beating. Uh. Um Jeremiah Grant goes down today. Torn Achilles. Jakeem. 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 My bad. Yeah. I've only, yeah I guess he's not that important to you, Blake. <laughs> yeah. He's just going to be a returner. That's my bad. Um, but no, Jakeem Grant goes down. That's my fault. I apologize, Jakeem, uh, if you're listening. And this is and the thing is, this is a big blow to the Browns, and he wasn't even expected to be a contributor at wide receiver this year. But because of all the other issues, he's been getting run in the slot and stuff in practice. now And – he was, I mean, he was literally brought here to be like the return guy because yes. their special teams have been so ass. Yes, <laughs> you know, and and now we're back to square one with that. I mean, Felton's going to have to step up now on kick returns and punt returns. How many? I mean, the Browns started inside their own ten or fifteen so many times last year. This was supposed to change that. So interesting, cool stat that I heard. Well, not cool stat, depressing stat. Um, the Browns have not had a kick return touchdown since 2009, and then they haven't had a punt return touchdown since 2015, or switched, vice versa, uh, you know. But um, Jakeem Grant had one the last four years, at least one the last four years. So he was brought in to almost flip the field position, you know what I mean? And uh, so now I feel like there's just another big question mark on special teams. We're trying to make special teams better because at times last year, well, we talked about like free agent wide receivers last week. Yes. So, are there any free agents out there we could pick up that still are still the same re- ones? I, <laughs> I, I have returning. one. I have one, and call me crazy, <laughs> and I don't know if it still holds up because this guy is old, but legendary like Deshaun Jackson can. He's got some wheels, but I don't know if the wheels are still good. I don't know if they're still tread on the wheels. He at, at one point not that long ago, a couple seasons ago, he could still bring back some punts and bring back some kicks. Yeah, but even then he was old. 
He's 35. He's oh, definitely geez. yeah, he's he's uh he's definitely older. And I don't even know if they brought him in if they were like, "Hey, would you be down to be our special teams like specialist?" I don't even know if that would catch. I don't know. I mean, if there's it's somebody floating around out there that's fast that that could maybe return some kickoffs, that would be cool. Is there anybody, I mean, could we get anything for Kareem? Yeah. I, you know I mean, like not necessarily free agent. Is there somebody at like a team out there who's maybe got a little extra receiver and we could trade, I mean, package I don't know, Kareem and something because at, we need, we need something. First of all, we've, if Amari Cooper goes down, God forbid, we are toast. Yeah. I feel like if department. anybody goes down at wide receiver. Yeah. Cause well, and right trouble. now, if you think about the, the preseason training camp, we are two weeks and we're two for two on torn ACLs. And the wide receiver room. I, I, I talked about this some last year, I, and I don't know. I'm going to sound like Baker, but <laughs> does Cleveland's medical staff, like, do we not, like, concentrate or focus on, like, soft tissue injuries? And we heard actually coming into, I think, this la- this season or last season about how they were trying, like, these new scientific things to help prevent these things. And here we are in training camp with ACLs and Achilles already. It's been two freaking weeks. Yeah, well, it happens to a lot of teams, though. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't pay that's attention true. to the other teams, I guess. But it's just like, <laughs> my God. All we're, they're, we watch training camp. They barely mm-hmm. even hit each other. So our wide, <laughs> It's okay. like walkthroughs, basically. Mm-hmm. And we're, we got people dropping like flies. Well, and like Weston's was a non-contact. He was just running his route. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know like, I'm not blaming. You, obviously, accidents happen, but it just... God, it seems like it hits us every single year like crazy. I mean, we had hopes for what I know he's undrafted, but I mean, we had high hopes for that guy. Yeah, we Done. did. His career is probably over because he's undrafted. He'll be lucky if anybody picks him up. Mm-hmm. You know, David Bell almost went out early. Luckily, he's back. That's true. Who yep. who plays in this preseason game? We were talking about this before the show. You don't want Amari or DPJ to play. No. I bet you DPJ plays a little bit though. I Which bet you. Is crazy. I mean, you you lose one of those two guys, and then you, we talked about it. David Bell's a rookie, but we kind of need like, need him this year. I think he's gonna, uh, yeah, I think he needs to play. So do and do you play him or do yes. you not? Because I agree, he hasn't been camp. He needs some kind of reps against yes. NFL quality players mm-hmm. before we just throw him out week one and say, I "Hope you're good." Like, don't don't laugh when I say this, but like Jamarcus Bradley showed glimpses that he could be serviceable. No, I agree, and then also. I was talking to Josh about this before we came on. There's a kid named Mark, what Mike Harley, that every day they're showing just a sweet, awesome segment of him just burning somebody and getting a touchdown. So I don't know if maybe this is an opportunity. You're kind of seeing in Dallas where the injuries and everything are piling up in their wide receiver room, and these young guys are kind of stepping in. Maybe this is an opportunity for some of these young guys to come up and show potential where they might not have had the opportunity. Um, and I know that the Browns were banking on Deshaun Watson elevating everybody else around him. I don't know if we can bank on that this year. At least not for the first six games. Or, yeah, <laughs> or whatever it ends up being. Um, but Well, I know we're going to talk the, the preseason game this week here in a little bit, but just to keep with the wide receivers, I mean, Schwartz is going to have to get – I think he's got to get some run in this preseason yeah, game. 100%. He needs He needs – that experience out there. He needs to show that he can even do what we draft him to do. And Michael Woods, 
You know, we talked about him Is last week. Is he still week. hurt, though? Yeah, they said he's going to be out for a while. Michael man. Woods got hurt? Yep. Yeah. What did he do? I missed that one. He, uh, I, I can't remember. I thought it was a leg injury. It's like but right after we put out the video about him. Yeah. Really? Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. We got to stop right. talking about these guys then. Yeah. I know. I saw it was going to be I, – I don't think there's a, an, a legitimate timetable that they've released, but they, they basically said it's going to be a while before he sees playing time. Which Hamstring is, injury. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I missed that one. Another soft tissue – that's crazy. Okay, so we're like I already thought we were real screwed, but dang. Yeah, I mean, so going in so going into the game Friday, you got Amari Cooper, DPJ, David Bell's healthier now, right? Yeah. Um, Schwartz, mm-hmm. Bradley. I think you see I don't know even if you see DPJ. Yeah, I don't know. I think you see probably Schwartz for sure. I think Bell for sure. And then Bradley, this uh Harley kid. I mean, even then, though. I mean, I know it's just a preseason game, but huh, that's not – you're not – we're not getting much out of the wide receiver in this first preseason game if that's what we're trotting out there. And we we got to remember, too, that they're going to be going out there against backup DBs, too. So some of these guys might flash a little bit, but the competition's not – well, well, last year, Jacksonville played starters in, like, every single game. Urban Meyer was their head coach. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we uh Javon Wims or uh, yeah Javon Wims I was leaving him out. Can we get Cordell Hodge back? <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I mean, I think we could throw guys out there if you're worried about like our starters being hurt or people that we're kind of banking on getting hurt. I, I mean, we got somebody we can throw in there for sure. Yeah, I guess you're just telling me like I mean like you're gonna see guys like Shorts. Sure, we have Dalen Baldwin <laughs> and like you said Mike Harley and Derek Dillon. Yeah, so I mean, what I, I guess what I'm getting at too is obviously we have guys to play, but typically you don't play a full game in preseason. I mean, you might see Schwartz out there in the fourth quarter. Yeah, because I mean, if not, we we don't have anybody else. What's more important now, wide receiver or tight end? Oh, I'm going to just say wide receiver because I think tight end yeah. you can patch that up a little bit. Well, you cannot you patch so, up though? wide receiver. Do you think? Even though, so we kind of went away from the two. We thought we were going away from two tight end sets going into this year because we were going to be. A different offense, but I think we're going to run the ball a lot depending on who our quarterback is. I still think our offense is going to be evolved, though. Jacoby Brissett can move a little bit. Yeah, you know he mean? was moving quicker, and I I remembered him moving. Yeah, he. I thought he looked thinner. I than, think I agree with you on that. What I remember the last time I watched him play, but he can move a little bit. So I mm-hmm. think he's obviously not Watson, but I think we could still run a little bit of read option with him. I think we can do that kind of stuff. So I don't look for the offense to be. I think it'll be somewhere in between like what it was with Baker and what they were expecting with Watson. Um, but, man, it's rough. I, th- I would say wide receiver is the bigger need now, too, because tight end, like there's a couple of the free agent tight ends out there are better than the free agent wide receivers that are out there. Well, let's go get one. <laughs> well, and, and we're a team, and we've said this, where like we have Amari Cooper as our one, but we don't really have like a solid two. I mean, DPJ, sure, but. No, we hope. Well, I mean, right, we hope it's DPJ. You think most of these really good teams, they've got like their number one receiver, but you know who the number two is. You and their know number who two that is like borderline. If he's somewhere else, might be might be their number. one. Yeah, right. We don't have that unless, no. and we are expecting it out of DPJ, but we are expecting him to be getting elevated by Watson. Correct. So it'll be interesting. Uh, while we're on training camp, I do want to shout out DeAnthony Bell. I think this dude's going to make the team. He's balling out, bro. Yeah, he, that's even awesome. today he uh, I had just saw that, a video. Yeah, again. He's balling out. I think he had a pick six the other day. He did. And when they brought it inside because of the rain, he had a pick six off of, uh, no, it was off of uh, uh, Dobbs. 
because you know they're, they're he's on probably the thirds, but still, Dobbs. I mean, Dobbs is a guy who's been in the NFL for a yeah. while. Yep, keep uh, making plays. You still, yeah, you got still got to make the plays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, good for him. That, they said it was super nice. I didn't get to see the video, but I heard it was crazy athletic. Uh, uh, Nate Zagura was losing his mind because they were. I was listening to it as it happened live, and he's like, "Wow, that was super impressive! Holy crap!" It'd be, it'd be pretty sweet if a guy like we actually managed to get on this show made the Browns. I don't know. I might be more geek than him. I mean, this unofficial depth chart's got him listed third, you know, behind Grant Delpit and Ronnie Harrison, mm-hmm. in front of Javante Moffitt. So really, that's I, good. so yeah. I thought it was going to come down to either Moffitt or him. I thought they were going to carry five safeties. But this, I mean, he might be outplaying them. Yeah, I mean, and they brought him. Home. They brought Moffitt back, and I was like, oh man, I kind of felt like that was almost like a dagger, not to you know talk mm-hmm. about our guy like that, but you know, I was like, oh, he's you know comfortable with the team. I was like, that kind of that's rough, and then he's just he's just playing his tail off. I guess we can kind of segue that into um, what we're what we're looking forward to on Friday. Who slash what you want to see? For me, it'd be I'm looking forward to watching D'Anthony Bell. Yeah, play. yeah, I, and I hope he flashes. Man, if he gets like a pick or something, I'm going to be losing my losing my mind. Yep, I'll be honest with you guys. Like looking at some of the defensive names on the depth chart. I'm a little more excited to watch some of these backup defensive guys than I am the offense. Like, I want to see AJ Green play a little more because I think he showed some flashes last year. Bro, in. he's having a camp. I, They're saying he's hearing. having a, yep. one of the he's he's like one of the standouts in camp right now. Um, I, so that's exciting. I, I want to see the interior defensive line and mm-hmm. kind of see who's playing in the game, how they're rotating them yeah. in and out, and what you mm-hmm. know, just basically how they're playing. Jordan Jordan Elliott, see what how he's progressing because you know I think they're pegging him to probably be a starter. Maybe yeah, I want to see him. I want to see Taven uh, Bryan. Yeah, and I want to see Perry on Winfrey. Absolutely, big time. Though uh, just though, and I mean I know that's just that position. I'm just excited for football. That's been a long that's time. Where I'm at, man. I, I just want to watch some Browns football. Yes. These rookies, like I mean, again, Martin Emerson, if he play, you know, if he's going to play mm-hmm. some, I, I just want to see what we've got because we we've been talking like, oh, that draft, you know, we just had. Looks really good on paper. Absolutely. I want to yeah. see him on the field, and yeah. we're just about there. And yep. that's kind of the thing with wide receivers. We're yeah. just kind of making the assumption that these guys we drafted are going to be good. We, we still got to wait and see. Yeah. I guess, too, elephant in the room, does Watson play at all? Yes. I, I would like to see him play a series. I'd love it. I'd I, like, I mean, it. if he's going to be out the year, let him play the quarter. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. I mean, you know what I mean? mean? Like, let, let him go out there and play a little bit. I mean, I know that he, last time we saw him, obviously, we say top five quarterback. We He's going to step right in and be able to pick it up. But it would be nice to shake off the rust now. Yeah. And it, not be the first NFL action against another opponent during the season. And I know it's the preseason, but it's put some of that, like, he hasn't even played in a year. He probably sucks now to, to rest because that's ignorant. Yep. Mm-hmm. So let's just let him get out there and, and let's see what he can do. That's kind of like put it in Browns fans' minds. So even if he is gone for the year where it's kind of like, okay, it's still worth it. Right. You know, we, we gotta, gonna okay. We're, we're going to have this for the next five years. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, all the people that are saying, oh, I won't root for the Browns because they have him, they can kind of watch that you know, game and say, oh, shoot. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. All those people who say they're not going to wait root for the Browns. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll see you guys at First Energy. I have heard that the last three years. Yep. So I'm also excited to watch uh, Jerome Ford. So yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. Throw that name out there. Did somebody, anybody say Alex Wright? No, he got injured the other day, but I think he just came off and came back in. I don't think that it was a serious injury, but he definitely walked off. I'm definitely looking forward to some of these rookies. Like yeah. That's a guy who I'm I'm excited to watch play. Mm-hmm. And offensively, I hope David Bell does play, and I hope Watson plays because I want to see. I'm excited about that pick. 
And I, I have high hopes for him this season. So I want to see him play. And a guy, Schwartz, I want to see if Schwartz, if it's clicked at all. It, you know, it'd be nice if he came out and flashed. Yeah, I got to see some year one to two progression out of him because. Yeah, that would be yeah. really nice. I uh, I think my guy, I already kind of touched on him, but mine's going to be Mark uh, Mike Harley Jr. I'm excited. to see, Like, I, I'm hoping that it's not just, you know, third team reps kind of stuff. And, you know, I'm excited to see that guy. And he's probably going to play a lot, depending on, you know, it sounds like he's going to play a whole game. Yeah, I, I you know, preseason games kind of suck, but with the Browns, I'm, it might be our only chance to watch some of these rookies play. So I'm in, it's our first look at them. So I'm, I'm pretty excited for the game on Friday. One, it's football season's here. Correct. Oh, yeah. yeah. So like awesome. it's, it's a Friday night and it's preseason. I'm going to be glued to the TV. I'm watching the whole game. Yes, the whole Brave. game. Uh, so I can't wait for that. And, um, I just I hope I want to see the defense, even if it's not all the starters, like we're expecting them to be pretty nasty this year. Mm-hmm. And I expect that through more than just the starters. Like there's some second right. and third string guys, I think, who are really good. So I'm looking for us to kind of put the claims down. Even if I don't know if Trevor Lawrence is gonna play. He didn't play in the Hall of Fame game. I don't know if he'll play at all. I mean, he sucked so bad last year that you'd think they'd want to give him a little bit of a run. I would think so. So uh no, there's definitely some guys I'm looking forward to. I want to see us be buttoned up special teams let's make our let's make our kicks i'm excited to see Cade york yeah mm-hmm. they're, they're just i guess i'm just excited i don't know it feels like it's my birthday or something somebody uh at the hall of fame they were like did you watch the hall of fame game last night and i was like hell no i was like hell no i didn't watch that the only time i'll watch preseason football is the browns like i, I oh. it's i watch a little bit of like here and there but like i'm not tuning in for like to watch I'll, typi- I'll typically watch like the first quarters and then once it starts as long as i know the people that's okay but if i'm watching somebody who's going to probably be selling me a car the next week right and then yeah. I, I i even though it's football it's just it's tough, I'll, 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 I'll watch it if it's if there's nothing else going on but if i got something else going on you know i'm probably not going to watch it the, the only rounds, time i watch like other teams in the preseason is if there's like an ohio state guy or like, for like last year i watched a few uh Bears. I just wanted to see Justin Fields. Oh, absolutely. You know, like that kind of thing. But other than that. I don't think he's looking great in camp, at least from a little bit from what I heard. That whole team, like, (laughs) you think we've got a receiver problem. Yeah. Your boy, man. Your boy. At least we have have a couple at the top. You know, like Amari Cooper's really good. DPJ could be really good. Mm -hmm. And Joku should be pretty solid. Some of these teams, even, I mean, like the Packers, number one is uh, Lazard. Yep. I think Chicago's kind of worse off they got mooney and like no nobody one. else nobody. And mooney's not really like a, a one he showed fl- he showed flashes as the two yes. you know last right. year we'll I, see what it's like if i had this i would say the three worst wide receiving cores in the league are the packers the bears i know what you're gonna do here in the Ravens. I knew it. I knew it. The Ravens is so booty. <laughs> it's so bad. I mean, we all liked Rashad Bateman coming out of college last yeah. year, but he did not get a lot of run last year. No. And to, to all of a sudden already be the guy they're relying on to be the number one. Yeah, he's supposed to be their number one. Yeah. You better hope he's Jamar Chase, and I just don't know if that's the case. I didn't mean to rhyme there. <laughs> I was like, keep going, man. You got the poetry. <laughs> I got... I got uh, I got bars. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Anything else we're looking forward to seeing on Friday besides Kevin Stefanski's beard? 
<laughs> it is nice to know that we've got a head coach coming out for a third straight year yeah. that has won games. And he's not pretty. just one. <laughs> <laughs> Whose beer is better, Justin's or Kevin Stefanski's? Ooh, I, I won't don't be upset if you said Stefanski's. It's okay. <laughs> Justin's still got the good color, though. Thanks. I, I, I'm not going to lie. Every day that I go to work, it gets worse. <laughs> it gets more and more, uh, what do the kids say? Peppered. Peppered. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. There's like grays and whites coming in. So, or I don't know if it's the work thing or if it's uh, my hellion children running around. Could just be the Browns training camp. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Yeah. But yeah, I'm very excited. Very, very excited. What are you looking up over there, John? Anything important? Uh, yeah. I was pulling up a list of a uh, height and weight of the Ravens receivers. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to say all of them, but we got Slade Bolden, Shamar Bridges, Devin Duvernay. I mean, Duvernay is probably their second best. Uh, he's going to be their two. Or, has or he ever James really Brochet. done anything, though? No. Makai Polk? Oh, yeah. I have a Polk subwoofer <laughs> in my car. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, the, the the Browns, for the first time in my life, like we can kind of tease other teams because we have talent. Yeah. Now, we some people be careful. Some, some, yeah, some people will be like, the Browns shouldn't be talking crap about anybody. They've never done anything. Yeah. Well, yeah. Here's the thing is, even when we were like losing every game, I was still talking shit. Yeah. People, so I don't really care. Uh, can we bleep that out, please? Oh, one, one last thing before we wrap this up. We talked about, you know, the better fan base between uh, oh, yeah. Cleveland and Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. Bring that up, yeah. please. Uh, Cleveland was number one. Mm-hmm. In the league, in attendance at home and away games, yeah. weren't the Bengals like I sent, almost last? I sent the uh, pictures to Blake. We were well, number one in away games. I think it was because as soon as I saw yeah. Cleveland at the number one spot, I'm like, right there it is. So yep. highest attendance percentage, home and away, Cleveland Browns ninety nine point two percent, number one in the league. Lowest attendance percentage, home and away. Cincinnati was at six with ninety two point two percent. Not a good ninety two point two percent. No, yeah, so miss me with that. Is that how the kids say it? I don't know. I'm not a kid, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on my hipness, so for when my kid you know, gets older, she thinks I'm cool. I just thought you were trying to talk to your uh, your football team in a cool way. Uh, I do that. Now, actually, what I do with my football team is I, I do puns of all their last names, and I think it's really funny. I think they probably think I'm – I think it's a boomer, but it's, it's still really funny to me. Uh, but – all right, we've gotten completely off the rails here. Let's yes. bring it back in. Okay. Um, so that's basically the Browns in a nutshell this week. Obviously, injuries are a major concern. I guess the, what none of us mentioned for Friday, the biggest thing I want to see is us get out of this game with no major injuries. Yes. Yeah. Please, nobody on the offensive line go down. Let's just, let's just get out of this game healthy. And But I, I do think there's some guys who need to play. Schwartz needs to play a bunch. I think Bell needs to play. So – I'm going to be crossing my fingers and my toes. I'm going to be, you know, just yeah. praying that nobody gets hurt because we can't afford it. I'd like to see the offense look decent too because they, from everything I've read, they have not looked good in camp. And I don't know if it's because our defense is playing out of their minds, but it makes me very nervous for like the 30th year in a row that I've watched the Browns <laughs> that the offense isn't looking great in camp. The offense is typically behind the defense. Um I just don't want the offense to look bad because then I got to hear people talk about how Stefanski's a bad coach, and I just hate talking to stupid people. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't want to deal with that. Um, no, I want the offense to look good, and I would imagine Brissett's going to play. You know, yeah. So I, I hope he looks sharp. I hope he doesn't turn the ball over. That kind of thing. Um, 
Let us know what you guys think about Cream Hunt requesting a trade. Let us know what you guys think the Browns should do a receiver and drop in the comments what you guys are excited to see in the game on Friday. I know we're all pumped. I'm excited to do a, an episode post-game, talk about what we got to watch. Football season's finally here. We're going to have football now till after Christmas, until February. Til February. So that's exciting. It's What a time to be alive. We're in the best time of the year, baby. Yep. Let's go. Uh, just want to remind everybody, if you want to play fantasy football with us, there's four more spots open, so I'm going to keep it open until we get those four spots. Uh, jointhedogs.com. Become a Dog Pack member so you can play fantasy football with us. To all the Dog Pack members, we will see you guys on the After Hours show. And to everybody else, we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast and become an official Dog Pack member and join the dogs.com. Dogs.